Hello and welcome to the Maid Sessions with CliffCentral.com. Sometimes professions can turn into family businesses, economies or even legacies. However, in 2016, we would all hope to have some level of self-determinism when it comes to our choice of work. But this isn't always the case. Now, there's different reasons why a person may find themselves in a profession they've inherited from their family. But today, we'd like to hone in on domestic work. Many of the women we speak to find themselves in their jobs through family links. Sometimes there are aunts and uncles who play labor brokers. Other times, employers themselves pass their domestic workers on to their children or their siblings or their parents. We have a guest in the studio who is a domestic worker in a similar situation. However, she was passed on when her mother passed away. And the curious thing I think we found with domestic work is that seldom do these women go into the work with the intention of doing it permanently. It's always three months that turns into one year that turns into five years or more. And it's quite a a troubling phenomenon with uh, a lot of knock-on effects, and we'd like to explore that with her today. So, Tuliza Sindhi, would you like to introduce our guest? Yes. So, today we have in studio uh, one of our regulars, Linda. She's been in our country for five and a half years, and it's that amount of time that she's also been a domestic worker when she inherited the role that her mother filled when she passed away. So she started domestic work at the age of 16. She's now 21. And she is ultimately our very first early adopter. She's the one that believed in it first, and she recruited the other ladies that you've heard on indeed, our show. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah. So she she's going to be taking us through her journey, and um, also we're also going to be exploring the journey that she would have hoped to take, as well as which dreams are still alive. Speaking of hope, uh, you might be hearing a baby in the background. Who's yes. the baby? Who's <laughs> the baby? The baby's name is Hope, <laughs> and this is um, Linda's baby boy. He's so beautiful. Um, so if you hear some baby noises, it's just him. Having a little bit of fun. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we've got a, a bit of a full house. He probably counts for like 10 people. <laughs> He's got so <laughs> yeah. much, so much personality. Anyway, let's hit the ground running. Linda, how are you? Um, good, thanks. And you? Good, thank you. Good to have you. So tell us, how did you become a domestic worker? Yeah. The time I became a domestic worker, my mother was working here in South Africa. So, I was at school and then my mom getting sick and my mom called me to come here. She teach me to how to work as a domestic worker when she was still sick. And then she get, she, um, get, the sick get it bad and then mm-hmm. she died. After that, my employees say you must took over your mom from from yeah. your mom. Okay, yes. so she you said uh, she took you out of school. Yeah, no, I was finished in matric. You were done already with yes, school, so you done. have matriculated. Yes. Okay, and you're from where? I'm from Zimbabwe. So you were you were at school in Zimbabwe. Yes, I was. Okay, at and Zimbabwe. you just matriculated. Yes. And she called you. Yes. And by that time, you know, I was finished matric, and then I was waiting for results. Okay. To see, I was I passed my metric so that I can go to university. So you had your own plans, huh? No, not really. But I mean, surely once you pass metric, you have an idea of what you want to do 
after that yes so did you have did you have ideas yes i do what did you imagine becoming oh uh, at school i was liking to do agriculture no oh. agriculture yeah agriculture and geography in agriculture science in oh, agriculture oh no that's hard that's so boring so, <laughs> <laughs> no you know at home we like to do farming yeah right. so it's very good so you were naturally good at yeah. it because you had practice at home uh, okay every day so if you're doing practical at school so oh, it was, it was just easy it was so a walk just, in the park yeah. okay that makes sense to mm-hmm. me no actually i lie i just i have no interest in agriculture but i'm sure yeah. it's very very interesting yeah. especially if you get practical experience every day yes. right okay so so if your mother didn't give you that call what would you have done i don't even know what i was going to do because at home i'm going to stay at home because that time when i was started working i've got two little sisters so those little two sisters they're at school Mm. yeah so i managed to make money Okay. To go to school. Yeah. So you knew you had to support your little sisters, huh? Yes. Okay, so and who were you living with? Who was the adult? Your grandmother? My grandmother okay. now is 84. All oh, right. She's 84 now. And was she working at the time? No, she wasn't working so at you home. So were no you were all relying on your mother yes. to if make I, money in South Africa? If I'm getting money, if I'm getting money end of Monday, I must do cross and send it home. Okay. Yes. So actually the domestic worker role that you got was quite a blessing in some sense because it allowed you to take care of the responsibilities you had. Yeah, I would say it's a blessing because other people, they can't take someone and say you must work. And at that time, I was 16. Mm. So other people, other people, they say, no, you, you are going to get us arrested because we are too young. Because to, you're too young to work. Yeah, to work. Okay, but then yeah. you got here and that wasn't an issue, huh? For your, for your mother's employers. They were fine with you working. Yes, they were fine because they know that I got legally sisters. Okay. They must go to school. Right. Yeah. But so your mom was also pregnant. Yes. At the time. Yes. Okay. She got sick. She, she, she gave birth. Did she die? How long after giving birth did she die? Uh, nine months. Nine months. Uh, the ba- oh. When she died, the baby was nine months old. So you suddenly found yourself with a, a little baby. Yes. And with a job. A job. Mm-hmm. And then 18 years, a sister. And when you first arrived to South Africa to help your mother, mm-hmm. what did you think of the work that she was doing? You know, she was told us, like, I'm working at my kitchen, so we don't mm. wasn't know what... You don't know what that was, huh? Well, my kitchen is... So mm. Mm. <laughs> I thought you don't have that in Zim? No, you don't call... You don't call it... Yeah, my kitchen. Right. Yeah, mm. I don't call it my kitchen. So you didn't know until you got your what kind of work your mom yes, was doing? I just got here and see she's wiping, she's washing clothes, pants, everything. So I say, huh, oh, well, I'm going to do this. <laughs> she said, yes. All those months, all those clothes you are wearing is for this money. So I say, ah, mom. Mm, mm. I wasn't having a choice. So I say, yeah, don't come to work. And now, tell me, did they pay you while your mother was alive? No, they didn't. Were they using the both of you at the same time? Yes. Oh. Um, they just ping my mom. They say, you know, because she's staying here with you, so we're going to pay you. If you, they say to my mom, if you want to give your daughter money, you must 
give here on your own, but oh. don't expect anything from us. So then it wasn't exactly an opportunity for you because there wasn't more money coming in for yes. you. You were essentially just earning from what your mother was earning. Yes. But that time, you know, my mind was in rolling money. So mm. was just, I was just a child. Mm. So money and wasn't. So when you started, thing when you started me. doing the work, how did you feel? I was feeling terrible, you know, saying like, I'm doing this for another people. Mm. I was feeling bad. Because mm. it's different bad. when you're doing it from, for your own family, right? Yes, yes, yes. Very bad. Because I was like telling myself, well, if she see me taking this, she's looking me like a stupid or something. Yes. And I mean, okay, so did you eventually get your matric results? Yes, I get it. And you passed? <laughs> yeah, I passed three subjects. <laughs> you passed three subjects? Yes. Okay. But you felt like you had a matric, mm-hmm. you were educated, maybe you were too educated for, for this work. Yeah. Yeah? So, it sounds like it was all a, a big accident. You weren't planning. Yeah. You didn't know your mom was going to die. I, I wasn't, no, because... Did you realize how sick she was? Yes, but I I realized, but I didn't think she's going to die. Yeah. By that time, because we that time we need we have needed his her, her help. Yeah. Everything, mm. mom, this, mom, that. Mm. If we are crying, mom can do this. So, sure. can I ask where is your father? My father is at he is at Cape Town. He's married another woman. Oh, oh okay. wow! I didn't know that. Do you yeah. see him? Yeah. Do you talk to him? Yeah. Okay. We talk. Did he support you at all? No, he don't support us. So, so when your mother passed away, he didn't step in and provide some financial support. No, because that time he, the time my, my mom was sick, he married another woman, and that woman, you know, we not getting alone each other. Mm. Yeah. So he've got. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any anger about your situation? And if you're angry, who are you angry with? No, I'm not angry because I know it's natural. It's like we call it invelo. Invelo. Yeah. Try and explain that. I can't. I'm not going to be angry to anyone because no one let my mom die. Mm. It's just mm. came. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But is there anyone that maybe has not treated you so well um, because you are a domestic worker that you might have thought, but you don't even know what's put me in this situation? How can you treat me like that? People, no. Let's. Um, I'm not someone. Just people outside. Mm. No. If they see me at this age working as a domestic worker, mm. Huh? Mm. look at mm. this girl. She's a domestic worker at this age. Mm. So. I don't like to explain myself to someone else. Okay. I don't like that. So, yeah, if, like, they say, hmm, so, just, if they say, ha, look at this girl, it's a domestic, she's a domestic worker at this age. So, sometimes I'm getting angry, but I tell myself, no, let them talk, but I I don't go, I don't want to explain myself to them because they don't meet. You don't owe them an explanation. Yeah, 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 but it does bother you. Yeah, it's bothering me. I'm sure. Okay. Now, I know this situation was out of your control, so it's, this is a bit of a tricky question, but do you, 
have any regrets? Do you think there's anything that you could have done differently at that time around your mother's death? Do you think there are any decisions you could have made differently um, that would have maybe improved your, your situation? Is there anything you would go back and change yourself that you had control over? No, that time my mom, when she died, the time I was earning money, I was just telling myself, if I'm earning this money, I could budget it and go back to school. Okay. Yeah, but I realized that, no, this is not, not going to be enough. I can't afford my own school fees and the, my sister's school fees. And mm. then Rosal to send my granny, all clothes, you know. So at the moment, are you paying for your sister's school fees? Yes. Okay, so you're putting your education on hold. Yes. Okay. I did. And is it enough? Is it enough to pay all of her fees or do you still have to make other plans? Well, that by that time wasn't enough, but I didn't have plans because I haven't, I didn't know anything, you know, just, I just came from Zimbabwe to that place only. So I didn't go to other places to see do you How still, life is. Hmm, do you yeah. still want to go back to school? Yeah, sometimes I feel like I can go back if, if sometimes I getting, I get angry. I say, <laughs> oh, if, if I was at school and I do this and maybe now I, I must be doing something not to be a domestic worker. Okay. Yeah. And in the times that you're not angry, do you, do you see yourself as staying there for quite a long time or do you see yourself as, Stopping when your sister maybe starts to, um, you know, go to university. No, if like I'm here, I say, no, it's just life. It's going to pass, pass over. So it's fine. I can live. Mm, okay. Yeah. And tell, tell us about your sister. Is she, do you think she's going to be able to afford a higher education? Is she going to be able to afford to, to go to university? Or is she at some point, are you expecting her to find a job and help you? I'm just expecting her to find a job and do her own things because now she's expecting me to buy food, to buy everything for her. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned your, your, your sister has kids of her own, huh? Yes. One or two? One. She has one kid. And yeah. then you've got your mom's child, your mom's yes. very young child. Yes. Um, she, she gave birth to just before she died. How old is that child now? Now she's five, five years. Okay. Yes. And then you have your own baby hope. So that's, yes. it's you, your sister, mm-hmm. and three small children. Yes. So we have five. Okay. And is everyone here in South Africa now? Yes. They're, they're all here. Yeah. They're and your grandmother? Here. She is at home. Okay. With my uncle, my brother's mom. Are you sending money home to take care of her as well? Is there enough? That's a lot of people. No, it's not enough. I'm just sending it sometimes, maybe month after month, so not every month. So with, yeah. with all of these priorities, um, is there any special savings that you're putting aside for your, for your son? For now, no. <laughs> is, is that a future plan? I can't say this because now it's too early for him. <laughs> yeah, it's too early. But are you able to afford at least, because a baby is a huge expense, you know, mm-hmm. even without, uh, saving for his education, oh, but just every day to keep a baby alive is not cheap. 
and you're not getting any extra income. No. So when you had your baby, that was just an extra mouth that you had to feed. Mm-hmm. How are you doing this? How are you? No, hope he, he have his father. So okay, not, so his father's helping out financially. Yeah, okay, I'm not uh, doing more things for hope. Just I know I'm expecting his father. I know I'm not ex- uh, expecting he's doing. Okay, yeah, for his baby. Okay, yeah. Was there was there any stage? So, so you said that, you know, at times people have frustrated you with asking why are you a domestic worker at such a young age. At any point, have you ever felt ashamed, or have you just felt frustrated or annoyed? Have you ever felt shame? I did felt ashamed, but I say, why I must feel ashamed? Mm. Why? Have you ever felt powerful? You know, for having taken all the responsibilities that you took. And in the moments where you felt shame, have you ever wondered, but actually I'm doing something amazing. Has it ever made you feel better about being a domestic worker? I felt powerful because I tell myself, no one at this my age can do what I'm doing. Yeah, No one can work. No one can support her family like me. Mm. Just, and just... Um, on on that note, mm-hmm. by the way, if you guys listen carefully, you'll hear a sound. That is the sound of breastfeeding baby. So this woman, speaking of power, <laughs> is here doing an interview <laughs> and breastfeeding her baby at the same time yeah. um, and keeping it so cool. It's actually remarkable. Well, it was yeah, but do, do you feel like you grew up too fast? Yes, I do. As I said, like, no one can do what I'm doing. Mm. I grow so fast because my friends, they are still saying, Mom, this. And my friends are still staying under the same roof with their parents. Mm. Me, I'm staying on my own, paying my own rent, you know. So I'm growing so fast. So do you, do you ever sometimes feel envious towards them that they get to still ask their mothers for things for from other just for other people like yeah their lives. the ones yeah. the, the ones that are your age that mm, don't have to yes. worry about as much as you worry about i mean so how how i know linda is that she worked for a friend of mine who's not that much older than you yeah no and she's older like seven years, between seven years. Okay, so yeah. that actually is old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're old. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, even at that age, I think in many ways she still has more of a youth than you do. So I would always wonder, and it looked like, you know, we will, I mean, when I met you, as much as I am older than you, we, we were friends, you know? I know. Um, and so I always wondered in those interactions and, um, having, having to work for somebody who's young and by themselves and independent and also has a lot of support and opportunities. What are the things you may have been a little jealous of? What are the parts of her life that you, you would have wanted? No, I'm getting jealous because she can say, Give me some water. Make me some tea. <laughs> <laughs> so I just 
sometimes I can cry. Look, she is like at my age, but I don't know how to explain it. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I'm getting angry. Mm. Yeah. So you were more angry about having to do things for her? Yeah, because sometimes she's pushing me. Okay. Do this. Do this, I'm coming now, do this, that, you know. Is that, is that something that you, did you want to be in her position? Did you want somebody to be able to tell, do this, do this, do that? Or did you just not like having to do that stuff for somebody who's kind of your age? No, I would like, let's say, to communicate, not like to boss me. Okay. No, I don't like to be bossing uh, she bossing around me no just must communicate no you know you can do this and that maybe I must having timetable know that I'm doing this at that time I'm doing that at that time so that's not going to and be if you had thing. to switch places with her what would you have done differently what about uh, the decisions she was making in terms of her own life the way she was living and she's living really like a lot of young people do today um, do you think that if you had the opportunities that she had, there are things that you would do differently? The way she grown up, mm. that's why she was doing those things. Mm. We got, we grown up in different ways. Me, I will tell myself that I suffered, but not that much. Mm. I didn't get everything. When I was young, but she get everything when she was young. If she she say this, she can get it. Mm. So that's why she lived that life. She doesn't care whether she's going to drink Mm. alcohol, doing anything. She's not going to sleep in the house. She doesn't care. Okay. Yeah, that's why I say we grown up in different ways. Okay, mm-hmm. so you think you would have cared more yes. about the things that you have? Yes, I care. Okay, and then what are the things that she had that you wished you had for yourself? Ooh, she, you know, she was, she is staying in a nice place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she had a good car. Mm. She's earning a lot of money, I know. <laughs> <laughs> So, and then she's earning a lot of money, but that money, she's not looking after for it. She's just spending that money, you know, just spending it because she is looking after herself only. So for me, I don't look after myself only. I have some people to look after for them. So I must use that money. Okay. Very, very wise. Yes. Okay. So, do you feel that anyone owes you anything? No, I don't feel like anyone is owing me anything. No. Your father? <laughs> no. I just tell myself, like, because if I'm asking something to him, like, Dad, please maybe lend me some money, you know, he is going to chat to him. But his wife, that wife, you know, mm. first. And then that wife say, she's going to call me. Why you call your father asking for money? Mm. You know, mm. instead of asking me. Mm. So, so, so do you just let those things go? You, or, or I just, you... just let those things go. Because I see that woman is ruling my father. You know, mm. it's like you umkate kanda. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, I see. I just let it go. Do you do you feel that your sister or whoever else you're taking care of might owe you later on with when they grow older? No, I don't because. I'm older than them, so I must take care of them. So it's obvious that they don't mean, they don't owe me anything. Hmm. But, but if you're taking care of them, got them to university, and maybe they become a lawyer or whatever else, would you maybe want them to help you? Yeah, if if, if I'm suffering, dream. Yes, okay, if, if I'm suffering, suffering yes, okay. they must going to help me. But if I'm having my own thing, having my own money, I don't need their help. Mm, yeah. Okay. How did you feel when you got pregnant? No, for the first time, I was, how I'm going to be a mother, how I'm going to hold my baby. Oh, I was thinking many things, you know, but now oh, I'm feeling great. You, you're happy, huh? Now I'm very happy if I'm in the room with my baby, two of us just playing and enjoying, you know? Yeah, yeah. so it's still rewarding. Has it made things more difficult in any way? Has it, how has it changed your life in good and in bad ways? If oh. there are bad ways. No, that is not bad ways. It's just I'm looking forward for my life. Oh, yeah. Wow. Has there ever been any time where you've maybe pretended that you're not a domestic worker or said that you're something else? Ah, <laughs> uh, sometimes like before, before I started to be a domestic worker, I was pretending. Yeah, you know, I was going outside. If I'm going to the shops. I was wearing uniform, I was just changing uniform and go to the shops and come back. But now I'm going everywhere wearing my uniform. So, going so do you think it's confidence or is it because you, you've just accepted your situation and oh, you know you can't do anything yeah, about it? So. That's true. I just accepted my situation. Yeah? Yes. But you don't plan on being a domestic worker forever. Yes, I, yeah. I didn't plan it, but but now, yeah. as you're as you're standing here, do you plan to be a, a domestic worker in the future? <laughs> if there is something coming out, you know, I'm going to leave domestic worker mm. and do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that is going to I'm that I'm going to earn a lot of money and then help Hope's future, you know? Yes. yes. Do you believe you get paid enough? No. Money, you know, money is not even enough. Even we are getting 20,000, it's not enough. <laughs> that is a good 000. insight. Yeah. Not enough, you know? Is your rent paid for? So, so do they, um, so do, when they pay you, is your rent actually paid for already? So do they cut the rent out of your pay? No, I'm paying my own rent. At where I'm renting, they don't pay my own rent. Oh, so, so you're not a live-in domestic worker? No, I'm living at domestic worker and then I rent a room at Cosmo City okay. for, for my the, sister. Right, oh, and that's yeah. where you go on the weekends when yes, you're off. Yes. Am I right? Okay. Tell us, what are some of the things that you feel like you've learned from being a domestic worker that you'd like to pass on to others and to, to hope even? I will tell people, like, we can just stand on yourself. Mm. Just stand up and say, I will do this mm. and I will do it. Just it. Don't yeah. listen to other people what they're saying. Just do what is in your mind.
Okay. Yeah. So in a way, as much as there is shame around it, it also teaches you yes. to deal with shame. Yes. And if you had to give advice, so I suppose that is advice you would give to a young girl who is going to become a dis- domestic worker. So say there's a young girl who's 16, 17, um, and the same thing happens to her that happened to you. What advice now, five years later, would you give to that girl? Oh, I will give that she can do all work that they both say, and then she can do whatever she wants. You know? Hmm. Yeah. She can do whatever she wants. So she doesn't have to become her work. She can... she. As long as she does what she needs to at work, she can still have her own life. Yes, you can have your own life. And do you feel that you have your own life? Yeah, I have. Do you get to go out, party, have fun, dance? Yes, I'm going. I know you've got a lot of energy. Yeah, I'm going. So how does that work? Ah, it's working good. It's like I'm working Monday to Friday. On Friday, I'm going. And I'm coming back on Monday. So that Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Sunday, I'm going to enjoy myself. Well, actually, how did how did you meet the father of your child? <laughs> <laughs> no, my father of my child. We are going at church. At the at, we are going the same church. No, so he saw me at church, and then he asked my number, and then I gave it. <laughs> okay. And I gave it to him, and then he called me, and he wanted to meet me. Did he know you were a domestic worker when you met him? Yes. And he, you weren't ashamed of that, and he wasn't ashamed no, of that either? No, he wasn't, because we're just knowing each other, but not that more. Just knowing that I know his name, and he was knowing my name. Has it made it? Has it made it though hard to date? Yo yo. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have vomit. <laughs> we have baby vomit. <laughs> but did you ever feel like your job made it difficult for you to meet guys? No, my guy was coming to my work. Oh really? That wasn't a problem. What, what because he... I introduced him to my bosses. So oh. yeah. Wow, you don't hear that every day. Yeah. Eh? yeah so what, what does he do? No, he's driving a Uber cab. Ah. Yeah. So I introduce him. So anytime he ring the bell and then sometimes if they see him they open for him and then oh, really? come to the room. So that wasn't a problem. And were there any rules that they told you about his his visitation times? No, they didn't. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, they didn't, but I uh, know they didn't. Even now, I'm just feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That's yeah. lucky because you know you know how it is for other women. You know, yeah. it's difficult. Their employers sometimes are a bit harsh. Yeah, the others they don't allow to let a boyfriend to come in. If you could have three things any three things right mm-hmm. if god came down from heaven and he could give you three things what would you ask for oh, first thing 
I will say, God, please don't let me die early before my hope grows, grown up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before 18, mm-hmm. you know, like, as, like, my mom died, let me die before I turn 18. Yeah. You know, that was hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So this is first thing, no, God, don't let me die. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Number two? Oh, number two, God, please. <laughs> Give me a good work. Good job to work for my hope to mm. have a good future. Mm-hmm. And then three, also, uh, I wish my sisters to have a good future also. Mm. No, yeah, those okay. are my three things. So those are the three things. Yes. Do you know why I really believe that those things will come true? Yes. Um, I have to reiterate, she was the very first person to believe in this mm. <laughs> and to recruit other ladies. And you will be so amazed how many have fallen by the wayside. They've been too nervous to come and speak to us or speak on air. They've been, you know, afraid of what the repercussions would be with their um, she took a leap of faith. Yeah, and and she said it doesn't matter. I don't when care had, what happens. We had nothing though at yeah, the time, right? Yeah, it yeah. was just you and I with an idea. Mm. Um, and, and I had a conversation with her one day. I I stayed the night at my friend's house. I woke up. She was there, mm-hmm. and it was something. It was something that had been brewing in my head, and conversations that you and I, Tuliza, had had about. Um, you know, just starting a conversation with domestic workers and see, seeing what kind of interventions we could make in this space. And really, we weren't clear on what that was going to be. Um, but she was willing to listen and she was inspired and she was very encouraging and trusting. Very quick to act as well. And quick to act. I mean, within a week. So what I asked her initially was, can you bring us five ladies i think within a week or two um she had more than five and she would call me she keeps us so accountable Mm. so she would call me every week and be like okay when are we when are we meeting where are we meeting Mm. is it still on and to this day she she calls us regularly to ask for for progress which is absolutely amazing and what's also very interesting is every time any of the other ladies that she would recruit would let her down. She would feel so bad about it because, (laughs) you know, she felt so responsible. She immediately took ownership. And so anyone that disappointed the process, it's almost, she felt like it was a reflection on her. And that's the, that's the heart that she has. And that's the heart that she's brought to this entire process. Absolutely. She's really just been such a pioneer and she's helped us to drive everything that we're doing. I'm so incredibly grateful. Um, and I hope it's been worth it for you. I mean, maybe you can tell them how it's been working with us. It was very good, nice, everything. <laughs> what have you, so far, what have you gotten out of this? My favorite thing is like, um, just doing something. You know, I'm just doing something else in my life mm. besides domestic worker. Mm. You know? Yeah. Just Mbali took me out from the corner. Mm. I was, you were in the corner. Yeah, I was Explain. in the corner. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she took me out. So now I'm just walking free, doing everything. So I can see I've got, I'm going to have a future better. Wow! Uh, How big do you imagine this becoming? So, so if you had a vision for this for twenty years time, where do you imagine you'll be with this? 
I'm going to have make my own company. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, my own house, big house. Absolutely. And what kind of company? And I know, Linda, I know you like the spotlight and you want to be famous. You're always trying to get in photographs. <laughs> You're always leading from the front. You're never afraid to speak, uh, which is a, such a beautiful quality. So, you know, if just dream freely in this moment. What kind of what kind of company do you want? As Uber. Yes, you've always said that, right? Yes. You just want to own a fleet of Ubers. Yes, because I I just learned from we ate from family. We have got a car family, so that that car we used to picking people, mm, taking mm. some goods home. You mm. know, so we. Hate making money sometimes, you okay. know. So that I know, oh, if you are going, I'm going to have my own. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to, going to live. Look at a that life. transport yeah. and logistics. Yeah, that's what she wants. My life. I'm going to support my children. You know, I'm not going to expect something from anyone. This oh. is yeah, fantastic. And w- what about agriculture? Do you still have an interest in that? Yeah, every you know. You can take this and put there, take that and put there. So you're going to realize this is going to work, this is going not to work, you know. So you can choose between of those. So you're things. an entrepreneur. You want an empire. You want lots of different options. Yes. Fantastic. I do. Fantastic. I do. <laughs> okay, well, we love you so much. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show today and telling us your story. Um you're always just such a joy to have around. Thank you for bringing hope as well. I think he added an element of, of realness to this, this conversation. Look, guys. Um, yeah, I think, I think I hold him for like 30 seconds and that's about as good as it gets. And then it just becomes chaos. I freak out a little bit. It's a mess, a hot mess. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us uh, on the Made Sessions with CliffCentral.com. Hope you enjoyed that conversation and we will see you next week. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter. It's at Made Project. That's M-A-I-D-E Project. And follow our, or like our Facebook page rather. It's also Made Project, M-A-I-D-E Project. And you'll see it's named Made Sessions. Have a very lovely evening. Thank you so much for joining us. And see you next Thursday, 6 o'clock. Cheers. <laughs> Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. CliffCentral.com.